You know what I love? Uh, a few different things. Concerning the context, I don't know. Sitting down to watch a TV show, and at the end of the show, I shut the TV off, and I think to myself, nobody had sex with a pig in this episode. <laughs> it's always, that's always a win. Yes. That is always a win. <laughs> you know, if you could say that, you're, you're having a good day. Yeah. Yeah, and I and and I can say that. Yeah. So I'm having a good day. How are how are you? I am also having a good day. Not just for that reason, but just in general, I guess. Okay. We're back. Mm-hmm. Holy hand grenade 2021. Here we go. We're we last week we did two we did Soul and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um but we're here. We're here in the swing of things. Um as promised, 2021. We're going to hit the ground running. Um, and uh, this is our second Black Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. This is also our first of every other week Black Mirror episodes for the most part. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to, yeah, we're going to kind of, we did one. We did one, um, what would it be, early December? Mm-hmm. Just as a. Just to kind of dip our to feet get it out in the there, water. Just to kind of. Feet feel some feelers whatever that means and Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah so 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 here we are there we are uh episode two Mm -hmm. uh 15 million merits yes this uh, these episodes are a little bit different sometimes than maybe our other episodes we're going to talk a little bit about the episode itself but we're also really just going to break down some of them moral questions and and talk a little bit more about life and society and 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 you know it might get a little more political than you're used to our show being if that's not your thing uh listen anyways i don't know <laughs> or don't listen just skip this episode skip sure. the black mirror episodes i don't know i don't know what to tell you mm-hmm. um but neither like i don't i'm not real interested in politics i'm like i'm not a real political guy and i don't no. think that you are overly either no. um no so so really there's kind of a glass ceiling yeah. on on how political the show will ever get yeah. um we're yeah. never going to talk about like political parties and stuff no no, no no we'll we'll always be neutral sure we will be Spain during World War II. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, 15 Million Merits. Had you seen this episode, sir? I had not. Okay. Because uh, you've seen like one or two of them. Correct? Yeah, that's fair to say. Probably probably okay. under five. Yeah. Somewhere in But that so range. far we've not reached any of those. That's correct, yeah. So this is a okay. new one to oh. me. Okay. I had seen it once. Okay. Previously. Sure. Um... I'm going to say four to five years ago. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Four to five. So I was familiar with it. I knew the overall gist. I kind of knew what happened. Um, I think I picked up a lot more on a second viewing. Mm. Um, so I am excited to talk about that. So first impressions. Hit me. Yeah, I mean... It is nice to not be so uh, disgusted or kind of just so uncomfortable from a concept. Obviously, and we'll get into this, it's a Black Mirror episode, so there's some narrative that's reflective that we should take away from saying, okay, this is what we can glean from society or this is what this is trying to crack at here. Obviously, there's something that, to a degree, we might find uncomfortable, but it's not nauseating. It's not, oh my goodness... What is what am I watching? Like episode one, right? So, uh, yeah, no, it, it, maybe it was... not. Yeah, not 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 right in your not overtly, not like I don't know. It's interesting. I I think I agree with you to an extent. Um, I think once you think about what they're saying and they unpack, um, and and you draw parallels between what you see and the world that we actually have um mm. 
then I think there's a lot of room for discomfort and 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 stuff like that. But yeah, there's no like I feel like I need to look away right now. <laughs> right. Moments. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Um yeah. Uh, what what were your thoughts of this? Where had it changed from your first viewing? Did you like it more than the first episode on merit? Where where do you land on this sucker? Oh, I definitely think it's better than the first episode, and I think it's more more representative, sensitive, more repre- It better represents what Black Mirror is as a whole. Sure. Um, it presents more of a hypothetical. It presents more of a what if. Um, you know, you need to you need to use a little more, a little more imagination, a little more. There's there's a little more fantasy to it than than the first episode. Like the first episode, mm. they achieved the same thing. All Black Mirror episodes achieve the same thing. They draw parallels between the world that you have and the world that they're showing you um with the goal of showing of, of with the goal of making you uncomfortable and showing you that this thing that's making you uncomfortable is kind of basically like this is just an exaggerated version of what you already have mm. um yep the difference being that the first one there's no it it it's missing that fantastical aspect sure. like it's fiction but it's but it's just fiction it's it's believable fiction it's fiction that's that's completely grounded in a feasible world um whereas this episode and many of the episodes moving forward at least the ones i've seen are more um elseworld type stories or like so far in the future that that it feels different than what you know kind of stories if that makes sure. sense yeah um so so just on principle i think this is a better black mirror episode in in fact of all the black mirror episodes i've watched i think the first one is the worst one and i think i said that last time maybe yeah um yeah it just i think it has the least to offer um so 15 million merits. Um, mm-hmm. This is, you know, it's a, I think, I, a comfortable saying a futuristic world um, where we are um, not everywhere, where there is a job. Sure. Which is cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of maybe like it hints at this like these people this is a clean energy thing um so they're cycling and producing electricity mhm um but there's this interesting thing that happens where there's n- there's nowhere in this world where you're not looking at a screen Mm-hmm. Where where there isn't a screen that you can see nowhere. There's nowhere where there isn't a screen that you can see. Um. And and advertise. I mean, there's there's a lot that happens here, and I think there's there's many different aspects to this episode. Um. And so I kind of like with your permission, I would kind of just like to ask you, what do you think about this? And yeah. What do yeah. you think about that? Of course. And and see where that takes us yeah um so what do you think about the idea um or what do you think about the fact that in this episode there are um i mean so they're cycling and they're Mm -hmm. making money doing it yep um and um and everything costs money whether it be your lunch or dispensing of toothpaste or the dispensing of hand soap or the water from the sink like everything yep every you've got this this balance and everything you do lowers that balance and cycling is the thing that brings it up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and every your whole life basically 
is centered around the entertainment that is coming from these screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like there's, I don't know if there's like an implant in people, but it's like ads follow, like the screens, screens know where you're looking. Like an ad, every so often you have to watch an ad, but it's not just like every so often an ad is going to play on this screen. It's mm-hmm. every so often an ad is going to play on whatever screen you happen to be looking at because it's not that screen that's due for the ad. It's you that's due for the ad. Right. Um, and, uh, so, okay. So what, what is, and you can skip these ads, but the cost of skipping an ad, the penalty for skipping an ad actually costs more than food does. Mm -hmm. It's cheaper to eat than it is to skip ads. Right. Talk to me about that. Unpack that with me. Yeah, it's something I noticed, and I, I wasn't really sure how to unpack that, right? I mean, um, yeah, I don't know where to go with that. Um, it's, and and the fact that, like, you can't just not look. Because if sure. you turn around, the ad follows you to where whatever screen you're looking at, because there's never a moment where there's not a screen with an eyesight. Yeah. And, um... And if you close your eyes, it like the it f- ad pauses and yep. it just emits this awful, increasingly awful, painful, high pitched squeal <laughs> until you succumb and open your eyes and actually view the ad. Um, and unfortunate for our dude in these, at least in social situations, um, it it seems like. Uh, Wraith Babes, which is the the <laughs> the go to porn website in our world, mm-hmm. he's obviously patron patron patroned patron patronged. What's the? He was a patron of it once, sure, at least. Uh, and now he's just he just gets those are the ads he gets. Right. He just gets spammed with these ads. <laughs> yeah, at inop- um, inopportune moments, very unfortunate moments. Um. Which doesn't seem to be an issue for the so, guy on the bike so next listen, to him. I, um, the, and this is actually kind of the, the guy the on the bike next to him I took from this episode is yeah, he's like big into porn. The guy next to him, right? And and it's weird because it's like in a room full of other like he's he has zero shame about hmm. About what he's what he's <laughs> about what he's watching, right? right. Um, so, but you were saying your big takeaway was was what was the advertising or? Well, I'm I'm trying to find a drawback to the the question you posed, and it's a good one, and it's an answer I didn't have for the advertising. I don't I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to glean from the fact that it was more expensive to not partake in the advertisements than just sit through them, and I mean. What I walked away with this episode was, hey, some type of metaphor, some type of allegory for a you know a processed, meaningless consumerism-driven, consumerism-fueled society, and I don't know. I guess reading into that, these ads, there's something to be said for you can't just get around it, you can't get out of it, you're part of it, and it's it's easier to go along with it. It's it's easier not to fight it. Um, at some point, you got to just cave in and, and partake in it. I guess that's what I would glean from the, hey, it's more expensive to abstain from it than to just go with the flow. Right. I don't know. Let but me, I, let me, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. That's. Okay. Let me, let me pose a different angle of this episode. Please. You have the cyclists. You do. Who are, for the most part in good shape because I mean they would need to be this that's ridiculous <laughs> amount of cycling that we're referring to here which and I think at one point they refer to the like the cyclist source or something from sitting so long on the bike but yeah 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 um and one of the main shows that seems to keep cycling through the options that they have to watch is like this weird fat shaming show oh it's like this weird show where like 
people are just being gluttons and like consuming more and more and more and more food. And they're all like, you know, 275, 325 pound plus people. They're sure. big, big people in this show. Um, and it's a source of entertainment for them. And they watch and enjoy these heavier people. Now, I think there's an interesting metaphor in this where, so you have the cyclists and then you have the cleaning staff. Mm-hmm. And the cleaning staff are all a little bit heavier. They're all, they're they're, they're not athletic bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all, you know, plus-sized bodies. And... They're just so you you have the, these group of people who are just there to clean up after the people who are fortunate fortunate enough to cycle, but and and could be fit too if they were able to cycle, if they were able to be in that position, then they too could be fit but they're not and so they're not fit they're not they haven't they don't have that benefit but but they almost kind of like the people who are on the cycles cycles don't want the people who are cleaners to ascend from that job anyways because it's a part of because because the system works it it works better if there are people who aren't cyclists who aren't fortunate enough to be cyclists because then there's people to do the messy jobs to clean things up and i just thought this was like an interesting parallel to society where you have the cyclists who are maybe the middle and upper class sure and then you have the cleaners who are the lower class. And and the lower class could be the middle or upper class if they were afforded some of the same opportunities that the middle and upper class have. But some of the middle and upper class don't want the lower class to be afforded those opportunities or to ascend to middle or upper class because then the system falls apart because the middle and upper class need the lower class there to do the grime work to to sweep up after them. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's an interesting point. Am right. I grasping at straws here? No, 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 no. I think there's definitely something I think I, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. I think that is a component. It's not something that I thought of, but that is uh I think there's something there for sure. Right. Uh, so then, and then obviously the heart of this episode is, is the America's Got Talent knockoff. Sure. Um, where, so this girl who can, she's got a great singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, much better than the Irish girl. Yeah. Um, and so she, so she gets there and she's doing her audition and she's got a wonderful singing voice. Um, ah, but we have enough singers. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't quite have the face for singing. Sure. Um, but you know what you do have the face for? And and the one judge says, uh, yeah, you've got a, you know, yeah, whatever, good voice. Um, but take your shirt off. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll care much more about your singing if I can see your breasts. Mm-hmm. And 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 it becomes this whole thing where like this whole stadium is cheering for her to you know because they're not interested in her voice at this point. Hmm. At first they all are. They're like, oh yeah, this is amazing. This this, this she's got this beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes about boobs and not about about talent. And 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 it just this corruption takes over and. Even the female judge who who is in agreement sheds a tear um almost to signify the fact that she's she feels like she's failed a member of her 
gender, that she's failed someone who she represents and maybe has had to maybe was put in a position just like this Hmm. um, in order to get to where she is. Right. Yeah. Do you think that's reflective of the world that we live in? That like you could have a beautiful you could have a beautiful singing voice Mm -hmm. but if you're fit and attractive you're always going to go further faster maybe not further in the long run sure if you really pursue it and work at it yep but you'll always go further faster if you'll take your clothes off Mm. Hmm. interesting yeah I mean I think I maybe missed the boat a little bit on that one because I know that's kind of what it's going for I think what I maybe gleaned from that was a bit more on the micro individual level of you might have an ambition or a skill set for a specific something but the world doesn't perceive or doesn't acknowledge that skill set but instead it says we don't need singers we need this will you conform to this and kind of sell your soul or sell out to this to become what the world needs to kind of escape where you are or will you stay true to who you are and still be a singer and obviously then you would still go back to your normal life but you're still who you are i think that's what i gleaned a bit more from that and i think i may be missing the boat a bit because there is definitely more no i don't know there is the selling out and the the sexualizing of something that was not supposed to be sexual because she quickly becomes a porn star and she quickly becomes and and so then there's the trailer where it shows you it shows you like the 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 commercial or the advertisement for her as a as a porn star Mm -hmm. and it shows you clips from her audition but it doesn't show you her struggle it doesn't show you her yes that she was reluctant it just it fantasizes it it turns it into Mm -hmm. to you know it warps the story into making it its own thing um and and i mean part of that is probably the fact that she drank that this compliance yeah which is obviously a, a a play on cup and compliance Hmm. um do you think like so in that scenario what is the real world parallel to that do we have a a compliance drink that we all drink i don't know is it just drinking in what the world is saying drinking the world's kool-aid and following yeah i don't know i yeah i don't know is it is it that is it media is it yeah is it maybe is it the the opinion of our peers is it yeah i don't know um uh, well, and, and so, then, re- uh, and no, go ahead. Yeah, so I think the two, the two questions that spawned or that were raised for me in this by this point were one: Do you sell out? Just on an individual level, like would you to would you sell out and do something that you have no passion for, that it's not your ambition to escape your life on the hamster wheel? Like that's one question that resonated with me. The other was the opposite of how she got, or it was the opposite to her and how she got there. Would you take a chance and sponsor someone like that? Like what, what fueled this? Was it just pure, pure innocence of saying, this is something talented that needs to be shared with the world. I need to elevate you to this. Is there something romantic? Is there some romantic infusions or some romantic motivations? Is it purely uh, innocent? You know, what motivated it but more importantly would you sponsor someone in that circumstance so those are the two questions kind of more rhetorical that kind of resonated with me well no i i I don't think rhetorical i mean sure the first so to the first question because i mean sure he he ends up selling out himself well right like he he yeah he gets he he oh he absolutely does because he's well, like he's, he he re he re raises all that money so that he can go and like yeah, make a point yeah and and threatens suicide with this chunk of glass sure and then when everyone's cheering for him and it seems like oh wait there's a there's a like I didn't realize that what I'm doing I never mm. intended for this to be a road to fame but I'm gonna get famous doing this right and. And and they offer him. They're like, yeah, 
this what you just did to us, they completely miss the point of what he's doing. They think oh, he, it's an act time. that he's putting yeah. on. Um, but they're like, hey, this what what you just did is a road to success, and and mm-hmm. we will, you know, we'll give you that silver spoon. Hmm. Uh, and he takes it. Yeah. And fair. he he ends up living this lush life. Um. Sort of. And and that's a question that I have in a minute. But like, would I sell out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm be, if no, I mean if I'm no. being completely honest. If if Think, it was yeah. if it was live in a small room mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cycle every day and be in the same routine. Like he says one line at one point where he's like, it would be it's worth it just to just to experience just for something real to happen for once sure because everything we're looking at isn't real it doesn't exist mm-hmm. everything that happens is a simulation it doesn't exist it's not real so just for something to actually friggin happen for once that is real <laughs> um and so if that was my existence yeah i mean assuming it wasn't something miserable and i mean we can get in like that's a whole debate in and of itself like you know that's a debate on like the ethics of the porn industry and like if if she was if she's wanting to be a singer um what kind of potential emotional scarring is happening to her because she's now a porn star and and is a life on a cycle and in a small room still at the end of the day, a better life than a porn star. I I don't know. I mean, even is it a more honest, pure, ethical, moral, straightforward road? Yeah, probably. But is it a better life than a porn star? Probably not. I, I don't know. But I think there's a lot of things in that specific circumstance that muddies the water. I mean, you have, her selling out because she's 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 kind of pressured into it it's you even though you have this skill set there's no openings yeah. in it so you can either no. we're going to kind of pressure you into making a, a a decisive serious decision where it's either you can quote unquote escape or go back and even what complicates it more is did she was she she was pressured into it so that influences her decision making but she was also quote for lack of a better term she was drugged while she made the decision right but he wasn't he was not but he wasn't drugged he was not and but she was she I, was and that's the I, thing i think to answer like i think it's easier to sell out and do what he's doing than it is her well and see that's why i don't i don't know if he i wouldn't I never considered his a sellout because I, I think I had trouble getting a pulse of what his motivations were because I thought he was maybe trying to gain these these credits to somehow reconcile or reconvene with her. That ended up not happening. And it almost seemed like, yes, his intent was to kill himself. And it turned out, was he did he make the decision he made because he was kind of tempted by the lust of hey, you have power, we're watching you, we're, we're, we're picking up what you're laying down? Or was did he make the decision he made because he said, hey, maybe they're not watching me for the right reasons, but I can still expel and talk about the issues that are with this world and I have a platform to do so. So that's why I'm not sure right. he actually sold out. I mean, I mean, I thought that his whole thing was redemption. Like, uh, Sure. I thought that his plan was to get there and foolishly make them feel guilt, make them f- feel the air. Like, he was so angry about what they did to her yeah, that he was going to go there and try to show them the error of their ways, which was never going to work. Mm. Um, but that, you know, the, the, the glass thing was just to stop anyone from, you know, it was yeah. in order to secure his platform. A tool, um, a device to, yeah. or a way to achieve what he needed to do, yeah. Yeah, um, to get everyone's attention and and to stop mm. them from pulling him off of the stage, and um, but that he didn't like he didn't take the compliance because he didn't want like 
ultimately uh, he had no intention of winning. He had no mm. intention of of. Yeah, I think he had every intention of going back to his life of cycling after that. Sure. Um, and I think he had every intention of doing that and either bringing the girl with him mm-hmm. or at least getting them to give her a chance as a singer. Sure. Yeah. Fair right. Enough. To do good on, on how they should have, you know. And, yeah. and so, like, I mean, he showed up to confront the system that he hates, the corrupt, broken, manipulative system. Mm-hmm. He showed up to confront them and ended up joining them for fame and riches instead. Hmm. Right? That yeah. that the evil that he hated once offered to him, he took he he, he jumped ship. He he changed his tune and, and he took that poison the same way that everyone else would take it. Hmm. Uh, so would I do what he did? Yeah, absolutely. Because he essentially <laughs> ends up with something no different than a YouTube channel. Sure. <laughs> really. Yeah, exactly. He's got, a, he's got a gimmick, and it's a little bit m- more of the extreme. But how many people have YouTube channels and are big on YouTube and are stuck doing a, a shtick that, that gets views and has grown an audience, but it's not what they like? It's not wouldn't be their first choice, right? But their that, first choice wouldn't have as big of a following. And that's why I don't think I consider him selling out, because maybe that's not what he intended to do, but it's, it's it fits and it aligns with what he wants to to achieve. Right. Okay. So I'm going to flip the question around on you. Please. If you were her, mm-hmm. and you were a singer. Yeah. And you could sing and you showed up to sing. Mm-hmm. And because, I mean, because just like everyone else, you probably want nothing more than, than like, is it, what, what is it that she wants? Does she want to be a singer? Or does hmm. she want to ascend from the life that she has and singing is her best t- option or tool to do so? Right. Um, well, so that, in all honesty... Well, that changes the dynamic of the answer right because yeah. if the singing is just a a method if Ends it's just a mean. run of, if it's just one mean of the many end. options then obviously the answer would be yeah you jump at the opportunity but if it's that if it's the sole reason you want to advance then probably the answer is no because you're not a you know a square pig going into a round circle or a round hole so okay so if you it, it, it and, and answer honestly. I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is this is a ridiculously hypothetical question. <laughs> sure, but but you're a cycler. Yeah, a cyclist. Yep. Uh, and you you show up. You you your your main goal is to just like everyone else is to ascend from this life. Sure. You want your fifteen seconds yep. or fifteen minutes or whatever it is. Hmm. Um. And, and, but really it's just to get out of this life, have a, have a cushy life. That's mm-hmm. what everyone wants is a cushy life. Sure. Sure. Um, and, and, you know, you don't really care if it's singing or magic or juggling or acting or dancing or whatever, or whatever, but, but mm-hmm. you can sing. Singing of those singing is the one that you can do. And you show up and you're on stage and Pete, they want you to, you know, they say, ah, you're a good singer, but we were more interested in in what's in your pants. We want you to take your pants off, and because we think we can, we you know, we have this other industry, um, and if if we like what we see when you take your pants off, then there's maybe there's there's an industry for you. There's a job in the industry. If you're horribly deformed or something. That you know, like if if you naked doesn't sell, then we can't do anything with you. But if you naked does sell, then then we have a spot for you. Um, and this is this is probably the one thing. It's the one job that you hadn't considered because it's it's morally compromising to you. It's 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 not something that is in line with your morals. 
but it's an opportunity to get out of this life. It's an opportunity to, which like a miserable life, miserable life. It's like a factory job, except there's isn't actually relief ever. <laughs> Do you at that point take the offer and and go into this adult industry because it means escaping from, you know, because because although you have to compromise on your morals, spit in the face of your morals, you you are getting out, right? Similar to like, you know, it's like Titanic, right? When people are like sneaking, men are sneaking onto lifeboats. Is it morally mm. compromising? Yeah. But it's that moment of desperation. You just do it. You just do it because mm-hmm. the thought of going back and spending the rest of your life in this other situation is is at least just a little bit worse than the idea of of having you know sex on on with strangers on video for the rest of your life um or at least long enough until you have the money to retire or or whatever that looks like so what do you do what do you do in that in in that position i'm telling you you know will it lead to depression you probably will it screw me up emotionally and mentally yeah probably definitely am i doing it honestly yeah you betcha because it's 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 to me it's self-preservation it's it's the it's it's eat or get eaten it's it's survival um but what about you listen i I might be missing some of the point of what you're trying to get at and i'm not trying to be evasive but I think my answer is quite simple. I th- no is the answer. And I'm going to give it in the context of this this way it's presented in this episode. I mean, sure. yeah, you're escaping from the rat race. Yeah, you're escaping from the cycle. But I look at it from kind of a seize the day aspect, right? Because people say, you, you know, in this circumstance, she could sell out. It would be doing something she hates, something that's, in this case, exploitive to her, uh, questionable. Will she actually be happier than her existing life? And quite easily, I would say, no, I've got a mate that I've just, uh, and by mate, I mean like a friend, not an actual like mating partner. I've got a friend that I've got along with. I'm just going to go back to my cycling world. I'm going to find meaning out of it. I'm going to connect with my friend. We'll enjoy, we'll smell the roses, we can eat our lunch together, we can go cycling, uh, it's like going to work, we can come home, we can hang out, I can build a life and, you know, I can morally enjoy it more and I can just find the aspects of my existing life that I like more versus selling out, which questionably, you know, yeah, she's escaping her current life, but would she be happier? And um, yeah, in this I circumstance, I, I, I think I would quite easily say no, um, it's it's... I mean, I guess if you change the dynamics of, to me, it just was not a living hell enough that I had to say, yeah, you have to sell out no matter what the cost. Uh, In this case, the cost was not near enough that I had to say, yeah, absolutely sell out. So I would say no. I would say it's, it's kind of like someone, it's kind of, I'm trying to think of an analogy, but I guess I don't need to. I guess this whole film or episode was an an analogy. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite comfortably saying no. That's that's the answer I wish. That's the answer I want to give. That's the answer I wish I could give. Sure. I just I don't know. I worry that in the in the heat of that decision, you know, that anxiety oh, about like th- th- for that, sure. I, that this is the one chance I have to get and out I'm, of here. And I'm I'm able to break it down and make a calculated decision sitting in a comfortable chair, going, you know what. Uh, these things are pro. I've got a friend I can go back to. My life was has more meaning as a result. I can uh, do these things versus the knowing the net result of selling out where I don't think she's happier. I don't think she's uh, enjoying life to her fullest. It's not that it's so much drastically better than it was. So I, I can make this calculated decision quite easily sitting here. If I'm standing on a stage yeah. feeling the pressure of that, feeling the pressure of fear of missing out of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, 
and also not playing with a full deck of cards if you're drugged to some degree. So obviously, yeah, uh, it's easier for me to just sit here and break it down and say no. Sure. But yeah, I I and I, and I, I think that's no. what I'm getting at. I mean, your answer is obviously the right answer. Sure. What I'm saying is that I think the emotional, like the emotion, anxiety, pressure, real world answer is maybe a little more vulnerable. It's maybe well, a little more, you know. And so here's here's the analogy that, you know, no matter what, it's kind of like saying, gee, I, I just got to win the lottery. And if I win the lottery, I'll be happy. And using the analogy of you got to ride your bike every day. There's still things that you have to do that you, you know, you would still do the same things if you won the lottery versus if you didn't. And the, the winning the lottery is not you a catch You do a lot of things that you wouldn't, though. Sure. I mean, yeah. Okay. This the, the analogy can break down pretty quickly. But I'm saying, you know, if I had to kill someone for that money, it's morally not worth it to me. I would find I'd rather just find significance in my existing life. I can morally live with it and I'd be just as happy because to a certain degree, I'd, I'd still want to do the same things with all that money. I'd want to find someone I like spending my time with. I'd want to do something so I wouldn't be bored. So I would want to go on the bike. You know, you can't just sit there and do nothing. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess what I, I'm trying to say is I what? would say no. And I, I wouldn't, you know, get, okay, so put, okay, so put in the same situation, like if I were in that lifestyle, yeah. the cycling lifestyle, and I, and I, I was given the opportunity to leave, if I killed someone, I, I wouldn't leave, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that step. Sure. But I do think, um, I do think that it would, I would spend, more time thinking about it and trying to figure out if I could morally justify it than I'm comfortable <laughs> with, right? Like sure. I, I do think it would be, I would literally be weighing the pros and cons going, ah, but is it like, shouldn't <laughs> I, can I just, can I just kill the person? Like, you know, um, I, it, which is a, a weird position. I just think, I think the, I think there's so much power and and it's the that's the point that I get from this episode in his decision at the end is there's so much power in in gluttony there's so much power in in achieving goals and achieving dreams even if they're not our dreams or our goals there's so much in the in value to us in how cushy our life is that that we compromise on our morals and we compromise on who we are and what we've worked towards and what we've fought towards that when when an easier solution is handed to us or offered to us often we struggle or fail to take the high road in lieu of this nice cushy easier solution Hmm. But yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else? I'm com- I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> I think that was we. I set out to answer a moral question. Sure. And it took us a little bit to stumble into that moral yeah, question. Yeah, but yeah. I think you ended up asking it, and sure. and I'm I was happy answering that. And we have different answers, but I like that. I like that. You know, would I would I become a porn star to escape a life of cycling? Yeah, probably. Hmm. Uh, and that's. That's a, you know, I, I, and I don't think I would necessarily, I don't think I would be necessarily better off for it. Sure. I don't think it's a, a good, I don't think it's the good path to take. No. Um, but I think, I think I would fail to think this logically, even knowing it, even, even thinking about it, you know, even thinking about it through going into it, I think I would be miserably tempted to escape by mm. any means necessary. Right. Right. And and take that fame no matter what it looked like. Two but, two quick things I want to wrap around to before we before we wrap it up. One sure. yeah, is yeah. just as a character and maybe there's more uh, philosophical layers we can peel back, but one is a statement or a commentary or a comment or an observation, I guess 
of the penguin that's on his desk at the end. And I'm not sure if yep. it's just to signify that he's never forgotten her, if it's to signify that he wants to re, you know, reconvene her and morally save her in some way. Not sure the significance of that. The other is more a question, and I'm wondering if you are wondering the same thing or if I'm missing something. Is just at I the think end. I think I know what you're going to ask. <laughs> is he looking out a window or is it just another no, I think digital? It's a, yeah, I think it's panel? a simulation. Simulation. So, so yeah. he, he escaped to a degree, but not completely. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. I knew that's what you were gonna ask. And yeah, I think it's I think it's I think he could make that screen look like whatever he wanted to make it look like. And so maybe maybe I'm grasping at straws here. But I, I, if I had to kind of put a label on things, I would say this episode's maybe an allegory, like I said, for consumerism-driven soci- society and everything processed. And I would say, if I, it's a more of a micro-breakdown, I would also say his show could maybe be a bit of an allegory for the actual Black Mirror series. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I did find I did find myself thinking during the episode. I was like, "Wow, I'm watching a show that's talking about how what you consume on a screen. I'm consuming something on a screen that is talking about how fake the things that you consume on screens are. That, right. that, that that's not real. Sure. That that's that's has no value. Um. And yeah, so that there was there was some irony there that w- wasn't was in no way lost on me. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. okay, zero to 10 this episode for me. I gave it, believe it or not, I just gave it a seven as I did the previous episode. Obviously, I felt okay. very differently about the episodes, just more yep. how they made me feel physically ill and or, or not. Um, but yeah, I think it's too early for me to really kind of go polar opposites and say, no, this is a two, this is a seven. So for what it was, I'm, I'm just going to give it a seven. Okay, Yeah. that's fair. Yeah. What would you give it? Uh, so I gave the last episode a four out of ten. Sure. Um, I gave this one a six point five. Okay, so um, up. Yep. Yep. So up past the the medium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, but I don't. I I think we're still just picking up speed. I think there's um. There's a world of Black Mirror potential out there that will top this. <laughs> cool. So. Cool, cool, cool. Um, cool. Uh, so that's Black Mirror. Now, I want to talk about something. Please. There was a farmer who had a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his name was Marshall. No, nah, bingo. <laughs> Sorry, bingo. Uh, uh, so, longtime friend... Listener, mm-hmm. and in the next month and a bit, guest of the show, mm-hmm. uh, Marshall, uh, was apparently hella bored over the holidays <laughs> um, and has devised the most beautiful thing to ever grace our social media. Um, a movie men bingo, and we're gonna make yes. this available to you somehow. We're gonna yeah. figure out the best way to do it. Um, you know, to make a link. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, so all we have to do is like post it somewhere. Yeah, and then like include the link in the show notes. So it's always like, hey, you know, if you want to play along, <laughs> yeah, bingo it up, and That's we'll true. just say that at the beginning of every episode. Hey, ah. do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyways, Marshall put together a, a, a movie men bingo so that good. you can play while you're listening to the podcast. It's art. Um, it is art. And we we want to spend the next five, ten minutes talking about it real quick. Sure. Um, Pete, uh, do you mind reading off the bingo squares? With, and then we can just, you know, with make a quick comment so on. so much pressure. Or not pressure. Yeah. Pleasure. Pressure. So much. It's so it, much Pete. pressure. Do Don't do, do this. Um, and then we'll just talk about, you know, we'll each square, we'll just kind of talk about like, you know, ah, uh, yes, well, what what this is referring to is blank or, well, uh, no, that doesn't happen. Why is that even on there? So Ooh. right off the bat, here's one that you yep. just accomplished. Brady, self-depre- <laughs> Brady self-deprecates the podcast by saying Marshall must have been hella bored. 
to make I, this. Yeah, so that's something that's something I do a lot. I'll be <laughs> yes. like, you know, uh, I'll be like, ah, you know, welcome, listen to the show. Uh, I don't know, you know. I'll be like, hey, you know, you've stumbled upon us on the internet. I'm very sorry that that's happened. Um, maybe look elsewhere, maybe move on, maybe Soon. don't. Yeah, find something which, better to do with your life. Yeah, I do. Also, I spend a lot of time shit talking our show, which also relates to the addressing people who didn't listen to this. It, right? Is that the next one? Yeah, yeah. So I do that all the time. Well, so, yeah, or and so do you. We'd be like, ah, you know, thank you for listening to the show. Or even if you didn't, if you didn't listen to the show, thank you anyways. <laughs> I um, think I don't know my if favorite. I said that I think that's a you. It might just be me. I love <laughs> shit talking people who. Like I can oh, say yeah, right now, true. anyone who anyone who didn't listen to this show, mm-hmm. anyone who didn't listen to this particular <laughs> episode, sure, is a, is an asshole, and they'll never know. They will never. There's no conceivable way oh. because if you've listened to this, then you're good. Then then you know that 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 doesn't apply to you. So I love referring to people who don't listen to the show. <laughs> so. <laughs> You maybe hit on the next two because there's a Pete recoils at a Brady joke <laughs> and there's Pete doesn't go along with the Brady bit. So I feel like that's kind of a bit of each of those. So you re- you recoil at a lot of my <laughs> jokes. Um, and you also, yeah, there's a lot of, I was, I was talking to someone about this. Mm. Um, I was, I was showing the bingo to someone yep. and they, they got a real kick out of the Pete doesn't go along with a Brady bit. And... <laughs> And I think occasionally it's, I think occasionally it's because you don't understand what I'm trying to line up I, or you miss yes. it. Yes, I would agree but with that. But I think there is also a lot of the time where you're just like, not <laughs> like you can see where I'm taking it <laughs> and you don't want to, you don't know how to navigate that in a way that doesn't affect your moral compass. And so you just <laughs> pretend you didn't hear it and yep. you move on. Yes. And yep. I'm left there like with no worm on my hook. Holding, you're just no holding fish. the pieces, the shattered pieces. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that could have been real good, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. No, that happens. <laughs> that does happen. It does. Uh, just in general, Star Wars. They could yep, just... Star Wars gets talked t- gets talked about a lot. Yep. A yep. couple more general ones. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that comes up. John John Williams, just in general. Yeah, which is you. Which you is bring John me, Williams oh, up. If I had a nickel. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, yeah. another another big me thing, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, eh. Eh. Yeah. 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 Can you... Are there any... Are there any Leonardo DiCaprio films that are scored by John Williams? Oh hell, hell yeah! Like hell, what? Catch me if you can. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. All right. Yeah yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, a musical is mentioned. That that is both of us. Both of us. That is both of us. I don't know if that one that's that might be a harder one to achieve. I don't know. How often that happens? Uh, I th- yeah, it might be like a platinum one. I uh, mean, it uh, it happens it happens frequently enough. Yes, but not near as much as some of the, as no. some of the other ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're. I see what you're saying. That is. That's actually. This could lead. This could lead into the next one. Sure. Fair enough. Pete says sure or fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, you do that a lot. I do that a lot. A lot. Yeah. Those are like your crap go-to words. Like your <laughs> your your just response words, your generic either either your I either either your I agree or yeah, you've got a good point or I I wasn't listening and don't or, know how to respond. Or, so I'll say fair enough. Or I disagree with everything you just said. And yeah, I don't know. But don't how. want to be argumentative. Yeah, yeah. No, it it quite honestly has so many different meanings, but it is something that is quite repetitive on my end. I feel like I feel like you saying sure and fair enough is often tied into you not going along with one of my bits. Oh, you'll just yeah. you'll just respond. You'll just like kill it by saying fair <laughs> enough. 
So also, I wanted to. Uh, uh, I'm looking at my notes here, and I'm like, "What? No, no, no! Rewind! What's going on?" That's true. That's true. Um, Brady self-identifies as a completist. Yeah, well, I am. You are, and and I was talking to someone about this as well, and they said that yeah, that <laughs> not only am I com- a completist, but I only ever refer like once once I have a terminology for something, sure, that is the terminology I use. I, I will yeah, never yeah. say I'm the type of person who once I watch one thing, I have to watch all. No. I am a completist. I yeah. am a completist. That is the only way I refer to it. Well, um, and because listen. that's that's my terminology. Do it. I mean, we don't need to hear. Well, I mean, we don't need a twenty-page essay to describe what you're doing. You've got a word. It's concise. I'm all for it. Like, I mean, we'll talk about this on this week's main episode. Sure. Um, but I watched two entire film. <laughs> Yeah. Two entire film series. Yep. This this past couple of weeks sure. start like within two, within a few days. I was like, okay, all four of these, all five of these. Let's just go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I I it's you just got to barrel through. Yeah. Uh, Pete modifies a swear for radio. Uh, and I at first I think I misinterpreted this at first. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there are times where I'll say. Uh, you know, F U C K, or um, B I T C H, or W H O R E, and 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 then you know, I'll we'll we'll finish recording and be like, oh, it was, it was a good episode. Um, do you mind? <laughs> do you mind maybe just removing the part where you say that? Yeah, because I think my mom might listen to this episode, and like, sure. which and and I and I always do it. I always. Yeah, oh do yeah, it. but yep. I and I thought th- I thought that that's what. We were oh referring no! To, no, but I think it's actually the fact that I say shit and you say poop. Yep, and that is I say one hundred percent asshole, and you say, but or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, sure, but if, you, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you've got like. You've got like a 12-year-old's dialect and I've got sure. a 13-year-old's dialect. I've been on the other side <laughs> of the playground. Sure, sure. I say the swears and we just don't tell my parents about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, we've hit those ones. Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah. Again, mostly you. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, I, I can take that. But yep. that's... I don't love I don't love Lord of the Rings any less. I just no. don't. It's not... Yeah, my go-to reference. You don't need to. You love it just as much, but you don't need to tell everyone about it. Yeah, I'm. Which, I'm. I'm secure which, in my love. Yeah, which for I don't Lord know what Rings. that means about my relationship with it that I have to tell everyone. Like it raises some red flags. Well, the fact that I think it's. I think the fact that you have a close personal friendship with Peter Jackson makes it. It's. It muddies know. the waters for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Brady says literally, but means figuratively. <laughs> I, I literally do that all the time. <laughs> but that wasn't an example because I do literally do that all the time. Yeah. Um. But I do. I get. I'm a very expressive storyteller. You are very yes. expressive storyteller. And so yep. I'll say like, you know, um, is literally like, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Lost in Translation is literally the worst movie ever. But that's also not an example well and uh, that because it is literally the worst film ever oh um, well and there goes uh, the next but point do you know what i mean i'll be like yeah. i'll be like oh literally um you know i i was literally up all night editing mm. the podcast sure well no i wasn't i was up till 2 a.m 2 a.m but whatever it wasn't you know yeah okay that's the next point brady rips lost in translation it's gotta be done this this <sighs> is that that probably happens there's probably a, a like that could be a free space that ha- that happens <laughs> really often. The like the it's a ep- good if the current if you're if you're halfway through the episode and you're just missing one square <laughs> to get a bingo and sure. that square is lost in translation. Oh, don't yeah. lose hope. Don't lose hope. It it could be coming. <laughs> it could be coming. Titanic is should be a free space for heaven's sakes. Yeah, we talk about Titanic a lot. It's, a it's lot. like it's 
one of the best films ever made. It's a good film. Very, very, very good. Um, this, listen, I think not as much as Lost in Translation, but pretty close. Brady throws shade at the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> and it'll be interesting because we're, in a couple of weeks, we're starting our Batman series. Mm-hmm. Um, which means in a few months, we will get around to the Dark Knight yeah. trilogy. Um, and it'll be interesting for two reasons. I, I, I live, sweat, bleed, hug, kiss, punch, whatever, Batman. Batman's sure. everything. Yep. Um, and I am well known for not being as crazy about the Christopher Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, so I'm interested to do those for two reasons. One is to talk that out because I think there'll be some really interesting conversation because I think you fall in a category of people that when it comes to those films drive me up the freaking wall (laughs) Um, but at the same time it's been long enough and I'm ready to try again I'm ready to sure to give them another go good I'm glad to hear that uh we kind of hit on this one before but Brady does a swear um Tim Burton film did you did you you just brushed past that quick so that I didn't do another swear? Is that... <laughs> no, that's actually I just because we talked about it before. Well, shit, son. Oh. Um, yeah, no, 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 you're right. I, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, I talk about Tim Burton all the time. Yep, one of my favorite directors, and and bothers me that it's one of my favorite directors sure. just because I feel like, um, I feel like it's the same as someone like who's your favorite Batman villain? Oh, it's the Joker. It like. I feel mm. like when I say Tim Burton is one of my favorite directors right. that I lose some credibility that people go, sure. oh, couldn't you pick someone like like Ron Howard? Couldn't you <laughs> choose someone like Clint Eastwood? Couldn't you choose someone who's not like mm-hmm. everybody's favorite director? But I, I, I don't know. I can't help it. So mm-hmm. Yeah. These two are tied at the hip to a certain degree. James Bond and Sean Connery impression. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's just in is it Sean Connery impression or just impression in general? Well, Sean Connery impression. The one I'm looking at is Sean Connery impression, but there might okay, be a version okay. that says impression of some sort. Okay, and and then just there's one that's just referencing James Bond. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which that one that one both of those are probably going to die out pretty yeah. soon. Like. It's going to be harder to get one of those squares now that yeah. we're done. I, I mean, until No Time to Die comes out. Oh, then, yeah, that's coming back. In which case, oh, happy day. <laughs> a film other than... This is our New Year's resolution, BT Dubs. A film other than and the episode... keep... A film other than the episode is spoiled. Yeah, and mm. I keep messing this up. Mm-hmm. Because um, I like to spoil things. Oh, yeah. The Titanic I... sinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luke is the son of Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady, uh, the Passion of the Christ. The guy dies. Hmm. Like, I. It's just fun to spoil movies. Yeah. Uh, E.T. goes home. Brady equates Marshall with the score Pete gives. Equates Marshall. Brady equates Marshall. So I think it, what's meant there. Is when Peter says, on Marshall's scale, this film earns a blank. You say, oh, that's what Marshall thinks. And then you realize, no, 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 that's Pete using Marshall's scale. Uh, no, 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 no. Pete's, no, no, no. Marshall's scale stands for Marshall no matter who's using it. <laughs> if I, if I watch, if I watch friggin' <clears throat> Casablanca tomorrow and on sure. Marshall's scale, I give it a zero. Yeah. And Marshall thinks that Casablanca sucks. Mm-hmm. That's the way that works. That's the way the world works. Yeah, that's back, the way it works. Back to the future. Again, yeah, it doesn't get referenced a whole lot, but is one of my favorite films. And so mm-hmm. when there's an opportunity for it to come up, it definitely <laughs> comes up. Um, I think this is the last one. Uh, Pete laughs surprisingly hard at a Brady joke. This this has been 
if you go back and if you if you listen to the show with headphones mm. and you go back to like the first oh. 30, 40, oh. maybe 50 episodes. Oh. Pete laughing at one of my jokes is a good way to bleed from your ear <laughs> um, So it's it's taken a while to like learn yep. microphone etiquette yep. and t- for me to do like some better sound editing and sure. stuff like that. And, but, and um, the miracles of a pop screen. Yes, pop filters make a big deal. Wasn't yep. there wasn't there one uh isn't there a box that is um one of us referring to a celebrity as a friend? Oh, see I think there's like about two or couple different edits of the there's final versions of this. Oh, okay. So I might okay. have a different version. That, I think there is one that has that. Yeah. Cuz that was in one of them and that's the reason why I got all excited. That's the reason why I said that your close personal relationship with Peter Jackson. Oh, uh, yeah. To. It is, by the way, it is a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say when it will happen. And I'm going to wait a little bit so that hmm. um, so that it's it's unexpected. But I do want I, I want to get a I want to I want to bat a perfect game. One of these episodes. Oh, I yeah. Hit every freaking box. Yep. Every box. Yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. Wrap this thing up for us. Perfect. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please check out our social media pages below. Like, follow, subscribe. Check out our Patreon page if you're interested interested in supporting the show to help us maintain costs and help us to grow the show. Um, If you're not at that level of support, no worries. We always love hearing feedback and comments. Um, Let us know what you think and let us know what you're you're feeling. Um, Until next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week when we review cats. <laughs> no. No? No. No. Oh. Tune in next week when we review every Nicolas Cage film. Hell yeah. Yeah. All in <laughs> one one go. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. If I had to... If I... Uh, I don't know that I would leave the cycle room if I had to watch every Nick Cage film. Hmm. I might just stay a cyclist. Yeah. It might not be worth it. <laughs> it might not be worth it. <laughs>